Hey everybody, we are Martin, Robert, and Francis, and this is Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready, we're about to live in your head, rent-free. Hey, welcome to Snakes and Otters. I am Martin. I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. And welcome to our unscheduled video hoopajube. This <laughs> is just a, a super special video isolation and we're even social distancing and wearing masks, uh, even beyond not being in the same room together. Uh, not in the same house together, actually. <laughs> Separated by many miles. Don't brought to you by virtual. When you go out, don't put the mask on and the gloves on while you're in the car. Wait till you get out of the car. Wait till you get out of the car. Yes, this is very true. Nobody, you're not hurting anybody while you're in the car. Yeah. Unless so you start on it, then yeah. But you know, other than that, if it's your car, don't do it. Okay. So, listeners, we thought this would be a fun way for you to get a window into what isolation has meant for snakes and otters. And you notice we're all wearing our masks, and more than that even, we're all wearing uh, Bellarmine College-slash-university-related items. So, That's right. Representing, baby. Representing. Listen oh, yeah. Here, Francis. I have the only, uh, amongst us anyway actual Bellarmine College related stuff. This was in my storage. Bought it when we were there. I bought it a little big, which is fortunate because as we all know, these things shrink over time in storage. Yes, that's your story and you're sticking to it. You got it. That's exactly right. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to start off as captain and just try to give you a little window into what uh, COVID-19 coronavirus isolation has meant to Martin here in Snakes and Otters. Um, I've been reflecting a lot, and it reminds me of John Paul Sartre's famous play, No Exit. Mm. Oh. In the final scene of No Exit, one of the characters says, hell is other people. And Sartre's point is that hell is not eternal torture, your demons ripping your guts out forever. It's being in the same room with the same people having the same conversation for all eternity. So, um, yeah, hell is other people. So are uh, you suggesting that we are going through a version of that now? We are trapped in John Paul Sartre's imagination. Oh, that's... Difficult. I'm talking to the same three people every day without yeah. being able to get out of the house. And it's usually the same conversations. Yes. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I really do. Yeah. Although, so. i got to say, even when I was working at the office, it sometimes felt that way because... People in my office could have some of the most inane, idiotic conversations. Not all of them, but everything you're masked could participate in these, including myself, I will grant you. The epitome of it was the hour-long conversation that went on as to whether or not the $6 million man could hold down a helicopter trying to take off. Oh, obviously no. Well, that's correct. Gravity is what gravity is, but... Exactly. But he's got a bionic arm. Come on. There was one guy who wouldn't, wouldn't give it up. 
If, well, uh, just because he has the bionic arm doesn't mean that the properties of physics are overturned. I mean, uh, well, what, what, what was it Emerson said? A foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds? Yeah, let's, let's not revisit this conversation because this is one that I have no desire. That's correct. Uh, skip a bit, brother, as Monty Python would say. And it was the point is, it went on for an hour, and that's the kind of stuff that happens. Believe me, you feel like you're in hell when those conversations start. <laughs> You've been I, I understand how Dilbert feels sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm very fortunate when I'm at, I don't have anybody like that in the conversations that I have when I am at work, and I've been able to go back and forth some. There's hardly there's nobody there as a director. Yeah, I come in, I go, and I stay for a little while. Uh, I'm one of the few people that can sign check requests, so I do that to make sure that those are for different departments. So it's been fine, it's been good. Uh, but my wife has been very clear. You know, she says you're in your element. You introvert, you. I said, well, yeah, maybe. She said, you can stay and put yourself in front of a screen all day long. I said, well, maybe, but... For work, that's not necessarily a fun thing. That's correct. Uh, and fortunately, you can find ways of diversion even when you're doing that. Yeah. Sure. Well, like I say, my favorite social distance is not six feet. It's 100 yards. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. So like Robert, let's go to you next. Yes, please. So the lockdown for me has been, um, it's been a mix of, of um, thoughts and emotions. Uh, early on, like the, the very first day, I went back to the office and I picked up all my monitors, my keyboard, and my mouse. So I've got my office set up pretty much here because I've got enough space to do that. Um, so in, in some ways, it's, that has eased the transition to working from home because we can, you know, we can work from home not any time we want, but, you know, if a need arises, that's part of the disaster recovery plan of the company. Everybody has laptops. Mm-hmm. So the change to working from home hasn't really been that, uh, that difficult as far as being able to do the work. But I'm telling you what, I'm going freaking stir-crazy sometimes because... You know, my commute is, you know, down two flights of stairs and, you know, practically no horizontal difference because my bedroom is right outside the stairs and my desk is right next to the stairs in the basement. So, you know, there's there's no travel. Um, I'm certainly getting less steps in, uh, I can tell you that, because my watch tracks that. And uh, so I'm definitely not getting the exercise, but I'm smacking a little bit less depending on what's in the house. Uh, yeah. I'm snacking more. Yeah, it just depends on what's in the house. Like, you know, right yeah. after Easter, way too much. <laughs> my wife, Mrs. Robert likes to get Easter baskets, even though the, the children are uh, are much older. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, it, I, I take uh, a lot of um, amusement in some of the memes I have seen. Uh, the recent one I saw, and I and I perfectly understand this now, this guy and a dog are on his couch looking out the window, and the guy says to the dog, you know, until just now I never realized why you got so excited when you saw somebody walk by the window. <laughs> this is very good. Also, very good. So, you know, I, I, I'm like, like you, uh, Francis. I'm, I'm, uh, I tend to the slightly to the introverted side of mm-hmm. the, uh, Myers-Briggs. And it doesn't mean I don't like people, although, of course. as my former pastor said, people wear me out. Yeah. That's true. That's right. It's, it's a question of energy intake and output, uh, yes. that tendency. It's, it's not a preference thing. It's just what, yeah. what gives you energy and what drains you in energy. That's yeah, all it yeah. is. You know, 
my preference yeah. is a small group of tightly knit people as opposed to large groups of acquaintances. And, uh, you know, when it's just you, the wife, and the kids, and, you know, that's it, that never changes, uh, it, it does it really, it, it does tend to make you go a little bit, stir, at least for me, it makes me go a little bit stir-crazy. Um, you know, I've, a couple of times I've gotten out, even at night, when you couldn't see anything, just to get out of the house and drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. You know, My son, Indiana, has done that. Because he, he, he's never, he never leaves. Because he's, he's back from university, and he's here. He's virtually online. I go to work sometimes. My wife goes to work every day because she works for the police department and is in an essential position, right. uh, which I told her is a gift. Uh, I told her that when we were in the middle of a fight, it didn't go over very well. Of course, I should have known better. That was not the That's time to say that. Mistake, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You think after 30 years I would know better, but sometimes, you know, we just we slip occasionally. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But yeah, you know, the um, as far as uh, impact directly from the virus, I don't know anybody that's gotten it yet. Um, I know people who know people who have gotten it, so I'm like one degree away, mm-hmm. uh, or two degrees away, technically. Um, so personally, it hasn't affected me yet. I don't know if you guys know anybody that's gotten it yet. No. No. So um, obviously, we all know famous people have gotten it because that's big news, which really just oh, yes. a out of me. I could care. I mean, I don't want anybody to die from this, but I could really care less if some celebrity got this. Yeah. You know? It's like so what? Okay. Yeah. They're they're human like anything else. Yeah, I don't want anybody to get sick and die from this, but you know, uh, it, that just—it really does nothing for me or to me to know whether or not any particular person that I don't know personally has gotten it. So, but luckily, there's not a whole lot—not a whole lot of that going on, which is good. Um, it, to me, the the part that's killing me is the utter sameness day to day. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, both of you have the opportunity to go into the office, and I do not. They've actually locked the building, uh, mm-hmm. the landlord has, because there's multiple businesses in our, bu- in our building. Right. Um, you know, every day feels like it should be Saturday, because I don't have to get up and take a shower and get dressed if I don't want to. And, you know, I don't have a particular time I absolutely have to get up like before, because... My morning is so flexible. If I want to eat a late yeah. breakfast, I can. I can take a five-minute break from work, go upstairs and fix an egg, and come back down here and eat it. Um, it's, yeah, I'm trying to stick to my routine, be online at the same time that I would be at, at the office to try yeah, to I'm actually getting that. online a little earlier because uh, now that we're everybody's home, there's less importance to how we used to divide up our day where uh, the, the guy yeah. worked, one of the guys, he would do a little bit earlier and I would do a little bit later kind of spread out the coverage. It, it really doesn't matter as much anymore because partially I did that because I didn't like to deal with the traffic coming home. Yeah. I didn't mind staying a little bit later and missing the uh, the worst of the traffic. Hey, traffic is not a problem these days. Uh, yeah, right, <laughs> right now, I love going yeah. someplace on the few ch- chances I get because there's no traffic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the sameness day after day, um, which in itself is a form of blessing because I'm not... Uh, having some emergency happening where I'm worried about myself or one of the family members getting sick and not being able to see them in the hospital. So, you know, I, I recognize that even in that sameness that is mentally taxing, um, I'm still still very blessed in that sense that I'm that's all I'm dealing with. Amen. So, uh, Franny, what, do, what about you? What do you got? Oh, Franny, I, uh, I hate it when you do that, but that's okay. 
That's all right. Robbie. This, this is a window into snakes and otters here. Well, yeah, this, this is true. This is the first, the first video we've done. Uh, I hope it's not the last, but uh, it's really been kind of, it's not been bad so far. Uh, like I say, my wife, who is, a tr who is an extremely screaming extrovert, uh, gets to go away every day, and, but she is bored out of her mind uh, when she's here. Uh, watching television is her thing, and she recognizes that's not the right thing to be. But she, you know, you, you kind of keep going back to it uh, as much as you can. Me, I'm kind of in my element. I'm able, I get up every morning. I go up to my parish and I do a, a video, a live, Facebook live uh, prayer service uh, Monday through Friday. And so there's a routine that I actually get out. It's by, by myself, but you know, it's okay. At least forces me to get myself up, get out, get showered, get and get on with the day. And whether I go into the office or come back home to the to the home office. Um, I'm able, to, I'm able to do what work I need to do, but it's not onerous. And so I'm trying to find other ways, uh, another ways to appreciate things that are solo, I suppose. And believe it or not, I came up with this, and I think I told you guys this, I decided I'm going to do one of those bucket list things that everybody says that you kind of have to do is read War and Peace. You know, most people say it's that tongue-in-cheek because the damn thing is so long. I'm actually doing that, believe it or not. I'm actually, I've, I've, I got the ebook of it. You know, it's, it, the thing is, what, like 2,000 pages? And I bet it I, still made your phone heavier than it was. <laughs> yes, I bet it did, didn't it? Because uh, you know how I'm reading it, exactly. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's magnificent. Tolstoy, in fact, uh, uh, is one of the true geniuses. Uh, even though he wrote in the Russian language, uh, it translates very, very, very well. And I've even uh, gotten a hold of two of the uh, movie versions of it. The one in 1950, of course, because you kind of lay that out so you can visualize when you're reading these characters, you've got images in your mind. Uh, there, there is a, a, a three-hour version in 1956 done here in America, but there's a seven-and-a-half-hour the seven seven version that was made in the Soviet Union in 1967. Uh, so that was the gulags, right? It's punishment. Okay. Uh, I, actually, it won, uh, won an Oscar for Best Foreign Language Film that year uh, in 67. Uh, it was in four parts. So, you know, you didn't watch it all at one time. And it is God, fantastic. God. And believe it or not, you guys actually know the director because he's the same guy, Sergei Bonajucek, who did the Waterloo movie we watched together many, a few many years ago over at my place. Do you guys, okay. you know, if you even remember that. Uh, he's, a, he's an amazing okay. Russian director. And uh, I've, I've been, it's like fine wine. I didn't sit and, and binge this. Uh, I'm taking little pieces here and there. Like I say, the movie's in four parts. So I'll watch about one part, which is about a, you know, two hours. You know, watch that in the afternoon. And slowly read to kind of, okay, I get this. Uh, and I've made that my pet project. And I think that's kind of what we all, that's what I told my wife. I said, let's find a pet project that you can do during this time of isolation. I Something agree. that, you know... Uh, and in fact, uh, our next Code of Honor episode that we're going to do, I'm going to steal from Tolstoy that talks about that very thing, that you just kind of have to figure out a way to take this one day at a time. And for, for those that have worked in 12-step programs with folks, that's one of their great manifestos is one day at a time. You, you, you recognize right. how frustrating that is, but sometimes that's the only way through. Yeah. And in many respects, well, that's kind of what we're doing here. The only way you can only live one day at a time, no matter what. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we say that. Recognizing that. That's right, and this is this. The trick is recognizing it. That's exactly right. And uh, if this uh, time of isolation does anything for us, I think it might recognize, make us recognize that that is essential to life. 
and anything else is an illusion. Mm. And being able to fall back into that mode when we need to is a strength, something we're all cultivating now, whether we want to or not. comes up tomorrow no matter what. Well, that's exactly right. So, one of the things that, um, uh, as we've each done our, our bit, uh, one of the things that uh, I will note is that uh, my workload has essentially stayed the same. I don't know about you guys, but uh, some of it's actually increased because being in IT, we are now taking on projects that uh, we don't normally have time for because we're busy with more day-to-day stuff. Now, my business, it's, it hasn't changed that much except in the volume of the automated side of the business. Uh, you know, the interaction with the customers has, has relatively stayed the same, and some things have increased, but you know, my workload has pretty well uh, been steady. And I recognize not everybody has, has been lucky in that. Oh, mine is definitely not, because uh, uh, where I do, uh, creating programs and creating events and things like that, well, that's all in hold, so I can't really right. do much of that. And uh, the, the entities that I resource, the, the Catholic parishes here locally, well, they're not there, most of them, so they're not calling me. Uh, with ideas and opportunities and questions and things like that. Uh, so uh, uh, I, I stay available, uh, and I, you know, I, I think a lot in my mind about different things. Okay, what can we do? And if I can come up with the right idea, I can start writing a program and creating it, knowing, not knowing when the heck we're ever going to do that. And that's the opportunity of coming up with something new, thinking, well, you know, I really want to do a program where parishes can uh, have a parent group that comes together, and they need some content to work with that. That's kind of what I'm working on between things. Uh, so at least, uh, you know, it's, it's the creative part there. And that's writing. And at heart, I'm a writer. I always have been. Uh, it took me forever to realize that. That's why I like what I do. Because when you get to do that, when you get to do what you like to do, that's cool. So yeah. I try to do as much of that as I can. Yeah. Well, let me uh, Martin, make a couple, couple of notes here before we wrap up. We didn't want to make this very long. We just wanted to make a quick window into snakes and otters. Um, But, listeners, I hope you'll notice that behind all three of us, something in common, Mm -hmm. books. Yeah, our bookshelves. Yes, that's right. And I can tell you for sure that what you're seeing behind Robert and Francis is a very small percentage of the books (laughs) they have. This is true. It's just a, it's just a very small one behind me. Uh, most, I'm looking at the majority of mine, and this is just what I have in my office. I have a larger library in the basement for yeah. the less yeah. cool stuff. I have my what I consider my work library behind me, which is not all of it. What you can see, I have four bookshelves along that wall, plus two more shelves to my right above the desk, and a credenza type of bookshelf uh, over to the left of that. That has all of my... Um, uh, business type stuff, motivational material, uh, marketing stuff, as well as all my theology. On the other side of my desk uh, in the stairwell is the entertainment section of the uh, Robert Mann Cave, and that's where my history books and my comic related stuff uh, is. So, yeah. Oh yes, that is that is a cool site to be. Perhaps our next video should be a tour of our libraries because all gentlemen oh. affairs need <laughs> that's an a library. Idea. Yes, yes, exactly. Gentlemen of affairs that's need a library. That's right. right. Absolutely. That, that that would be a great video tour. Uh, behind mine, uh, basically, you could see all my Thomas More books. That's on my top shelf up there. I've got some. Uh, uh, actually, I've got two shelves of that of different things like that. I've got uh, as well as my Patrick O'Brien series. You can't see it very well. It's uh, it's right here. Those are all. Uh, the same printing. They're the they're the printing before the one we have there. They're all a matched set. You know, I you know we kind of get off on a lot of that. Plus, my Thomas Covenant books are all there, which uh, actually Robert got me into that years ago. Uh, 
and uh, they're, they're, they're all there, uh, all hardcore and uh, a little mismatched, but hey, you know, we do our best on all that stuff. But my, my better library is, on, is what I'm actually facing, and uh, perhaps we can do that one of these days. I think that's a phenomenal idea. We can do uh -huh. this on our phones. Absolutely. We can walk around and, and show what we've got. Yeah, I was um, going to say, uh, Martin, what's, uh, you haven't uh, said what yours is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no there exit. You go. That's right. No so I actually have the, I haven't read it, but I do have the play that I referenced there about Hell is Other People by Jean-Paul Sartre. No exit. Um, yes, his take on hell. So, and the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, um, viewers, listeners, you've noticed no bourbon this episode. That's true, because we're all wearing masks, and uh, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> Yes. You may have seen me sipping something to drink because I am so hot underneath the mask, but yes. Yes, uh, hot and, and not the way we all want to be hot. Just, no. You know, a, a temperature yeah, that's, thing. That's I generally try not to get that way when I'm looking at the two of you, so, you know. Well, I appreciate that, and okay, it's, re it's reciprocal. We don't, we don't go there, yes. All right, well, we're going to say goodbye to uh, Francis in his Bono glasses and oh, right, Robert yeah. looking like a Monsignor straight from the streets of Rome and all. Actually, I do have one thing I want to end with, and that is, what evil lurks in the heart of men? <laughs> yes. Only snakes and otters know. That's, That's right. right. Absolutely. That's right. Well done. Thanks for being with us here every week at Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Be sure to spread the word on your social media accounts. Follow us and retweet us. We are on Instagram and on Twitter at Snakes and Otters. Let your friends know that they can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Just search Snakes and Otters Podcast to find us. And please, remember to leave us your comments and reviews. It helps people find us. And you can always send us an email at snakesandotterspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Martin. I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. Catch us next week. Same snake time, same otter channel. <laughs>